From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue. St. Lawrence County Public Health reported 11 new coronavirus cases on Thursday, a slowdown of recent days, which had spiked as high as 38. Active cases countywide are now back up to 186, while total cases have now surpassed 6,800. Five more people were deemed recovered. No new deaths were reported. Potsdam's COVID count rose by 2 to 61. Messina added four cases to 46. Canton, Norfolk, and Brazier added the other new cases. A sizable portion of the coronavirus uptick in Potsdam has been attributed to rises again on local college campuses, SUNY Potsdam and Clarkson. Campus officials told WMSA News yesterday that greater restrictions are being reimposed after 58 Potsdam students were determined to be infected with COVID-19 and at least a dozen at Clarkson. The cases are of greater concern in the current wave because many more of the students are showing symptoms than during the spike last fall, leaving college officials to wonder if the students have contracted one of the variants being seen on other college campuses in the country. One Clarkson official told us that restrictions against having any on-campus visitors are expected to remain in effect for the balance of the school year, which is now just three to four weeks away. Franklin County recorded just four new COVID cases yesterday versus six recoveries. Active cases dropped back to 50, with two of those at the Franklin Correctional Facility. However, two additional people were added to tracing quarantines. Malone currently has 18 active cases, the most in the county. The rest are at eight or less. Ten towns have no active cases. The St. Regis Mohawk Tribes Emergency Operations Center reported no new cases of COVID yesterday, leaving eight active cases under the tribe's jurisdiction. Meanwhile, tribal vaccinations surpassed the 5,000 milestone yesterday at 5,009. Over 3,000 have received first doses and nearly 2,000 have completed their two-shot series. The North Country was blessed with record or near-record temperatures yesterday. According to the National Weather Service, Messina topped out yesterday at 71 degrees, while temperatures tipped the 70 mark in Potsdam, 69 in Canton, a new record at 77 in Watertown, and similar readings throughout the region. Today could be a record setter with 75 for the projected high. Some folks were seen outside doing spring lawn care, planting flowers, and raking. A notice for Hubleton residents, village crews will be replacing a water main on Monday and have issued an early alert that there could be a temporary loss of water service along with a boil water advisory starting at 8 a.m. on Monday. Even though the election is not until next year, Governor Andrew Cuomo already has a challenger. Republican U.S. Congressman Lee Zeldin announced his candidacy yesterday on Fox News and gave a scathing rebuke of Cuomo, saying he has to go. The embattled governor has been facing calls to step down over nursing home deaths due to COVID-19, preferential COVID treatment for family and friends, and several sexual harassment allegations. Zeldin is from Long Island, an Army veteran, and is in his fourth term as congressman. He also served two terms in the New York State Senate. U.S. Senator Kirsten Gillibrand was in the North Country yesterday visiting Watertown, where she announced a package of three bills designed to reduce the cost of prescription drugs and help ensure that everyone can access the medicine they need. Drug manufacturers have continued to spike the price of their drugs, despite one in four Americans unable to afford them. 
Additionally, 30% of adults say they have not taken their medicine as prescribed in the past 12 months due to cost. Gillibrand says the bills include the Prescription Drug Price Relief Act to level the market for Americans by pegging the U.S. price to the median price in Canada, the United Kingdom, France, Germany, and Japan. The second bill would direct the Secretary of Health and Human Services to negotiate lower prices for prescription drugs under Medicare Part D. And the Affordable, Safe, and Prescription Drug Importation Act would allow patients, pharmacists, and wholesalers to import safe, affordable medicine from Canada and other major countries. A Clarkson University instructor says his new study will explore the range of factors that could contribute to mental health and cognition in underrepresented populations. Assistant Professor of Physical Therapy Ali Bulani says that the study was born out of an anomaly found in data that he was collecting to research the mental health of people during the COVID-19 pandemic. Bulani has teamed up with Neurotrack, a software company that measures cognitive function by using eye-tracking technology. Initial studies found that people of color and women of all races reported worse moods than Caucasian men that appear to be related to pandemic impacts. From the WMSA Newsroom, I'm Bob LaRue.